A Word from the Word, audio devotions from Daniel Summers. Find more online at devotions.summershome.org. June 10th, 2013. You may already be qualified. Hypocrisy is a charge often leveled against Christians. How can you say you believe X and still do Y? The unbeliever asks. While the merits of this claim probably deserve an entire devotional on their own, the implication is that these hypocrites are unqualified, unqualified to be taken seriously, unqualified to speak the truth of the Bible, even unqualified to be a child of God. If someone hears this charge, particularly the latter one, with enough repetition, they may actually start to believe it. What exactly qualifies someone to become a Christian, or at least to claim that they are? Believe it or not, the list of qualifications is quite short. Here's John 3, 1-3. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And then Acts 16, 30 and 31. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. This is the culmination of a long process. God created man, Genesis 1.27, in a perfect state, but man chose to sin, detailed in Genesis 3.1-7. There were stiff consequences for that sin, Genesis 3.16-19, but in the serpent's curse, God alluded to his plan, Genesis 3.15. Throughout the Old Testament, many prophecies were made concerning the Messiah, both literal in Isaiah 9, 1-7 and Isaiah chapter 53, and figurative, Leviticus chapter 4. Jesus came, born of a virgin, Matthew 1, 18, and lived a sinless life, Hebrews 4, 15, while ministering on earth. He was crucified, Matthew 27, 22-26, but resurrected from the grave, Matthew 28, 1-7, and ascended to heaven to be with his father, Acts 1, 6-11, until he returns to call his own home, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-17. Throughout the Bible, there are many, many examples of those who would likely be called hypocrites today. Abraham lied about Sarah being his wife, twice, in Genesis 12, 11-20, and Genesis 20, 1-18, and is still the father of the nation of Israel. Jacob stole his brother's blessing in Genesis 27, 5-35, but was still the father of the twelve tribes of Israel. David committed adultery in 2 Samuel 11, 2-5, and murder, verses 14-24. Yet God used Bathsheba to give him Solomon, his successor as king. Paul persecuted and killed Christ's followers in Acts 8, 1-9-2, Yet he was used to write nearly half of the New Testament. Were these people hypocrites? Some may say yes. The thing is, while salvation is an instant change in state, 
Learning to live in a way that pleases Christ takes a lifetime. As we work to allow the Holy Spirit to control our lives and deepen our relationship with Him, we can see significant growth. Habits can be changed, thought patterns can be transformed, and we can experience peace and joy that are not possible in our own strength. We will get better, but we will never be perfect. This is also a great example of God's redemption. The more cynical person would look at the people above and think, if these are the founders of this religion, I want nothing to do with it. When you look at each life, though, you see God working to bring about a changed heart, which results in a transformed life. These people weren't used by God to do those sinful things. Those people were used by God to do amazing things for Him in spite of those sinful things. A side note here on leaders, Paul sets out qualifications for deacons and pastors in two different places, Titus 1, 5-9, and 1 Timothy 3, 1-13. James echoes this, along with a warning in James 3, 1 and 2. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness, for we all stumble in many ways. These guidelines are good for all, but the church should hold their leaders to these standards as a condition of continued leadership. The Bible contains several examples of God removing people from leadership when they turned from Him. How, then, do we get qualified? That's just it. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. If you have accepted Christ, you are qualified. Don't let your failures get you down. Rather, use them as reminders of how much you and we all need Jesus. If you haven't accepted Christ, the good news is that you're only missing one qualification. There's no credit check and no test for which you have to study. God is waiting with open arms to welcome you into His family. All you have to do is ask. God's simple plan of salvation can show you how.